0: Welcome to the podcast, The Complete Guide to COHOLENT. My name is Zach, and with me is Ryan.
1: Hi. I'm gonna
0: explain the podcast,
1: but... After- yes, explain the concept of the podcast for people who have never heard of it before. Maybe they jumped and into they i9. randomly typed the URL for i9 into their browser, so well, they never saw the webpage that explains the concept at the top.
0: Okay, well, picture like somebody just clicking through and there's this big old map and they are like i don't know which one of these to click on i'm gonna click on this one and then they're stuck here where they get this lengthy explanation of me explaining that this is the podcast where we explain all the tiles of the map and use that to talk about zelda because zelda's cool even though she's not even in this game brian this week we're doing tile i9
1: yeah uh kind of embarrassing for me because I tried to talk about I-9 on a previous episode uh, when we were supposed to talk about some other very similar tile. I mean, that's fine. I I wouldn't be embarrassed about that. Oh, thank plus, you. Plus the
0: time of recording now, it hasn't aired yet, so nobody knows you've made it Oh,
1: that's true. Yeah. I already edited that episode, though, so it's in, too in late for me to... Go in and say, like, remove the parts where I'm embarrassed or where I say stupid things. It's,
0: like, dubbed over really poorly. I do have that
1: option, yeah. It's it's not too late. It's too bad I'm so honest and, you know, I value the truth so highly that I would never hilariously falsify a podcast episode. Or would I?
0: Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I-9... This tile is a phone booth near Candlelit Castle.
1: Yeah,
0: um, it's on, in the uh, Ukuku Prairie. Uh, it's part. It's you would pass it as part of the winding trail that kind of winds eastward through the island, through the center of the island. Uh, there are two flying octoroks outside here, and we've mentioned them before. Those flying octoroks and how they're annoying. Yeah. Um, but I started to dig deeper because I was like, what haven't I talked about yet? And I'm like, oh, those Octoroks. These Octoroks are unique because they have wings. Um, that's, that's, out of context, that sentence is very silly. Um, but what I was actually trying to point out is that there's other flying Octoroks in other Zelda games that have other methods of flying. Oh. Um, so Skyward Sword has, like, Octoroks that got little propellers or whatever that can fly. And then I was specifically thinking of the Breath of the Wild Octoroks that can balloon and, like, become a airborne enemy that way.
1: Yes. Now, did those only show up in the DLC? Or was there a kind of flying Octorok in the base game? I, I don't, don't think there think, was. Um,
0: see, okay, I caveat this, because I'm going to say I'm not certain, but they don't... I don't think they naturally show up that way, but you can also just use the Octorok balloon like that in in the original game. Oh, yeah. So you, they, you kill a regular Octorok, it drops the balloon, you can use that balloon to put it on things, and then they propel upwards, so. Huh, yeah. Um, I don't know that they naturally spawn in the, in the huh. base game. Not the extra hero ultra mode or whatever. Right. Nintendo Ultra 64 mode. Remember when the 64 yeah. was Ultra 64? No. It was in the pre-release material, right up until shortly before it came out, they were calling it the Nintendo Ultra Sixty Four, hmm. and at some point marketing dropped the Ultra, and I kind of I get it, but I was pretty down with the Ultra Sixty Four because
1: yeah. <laughs> you got to go above
0: Super, right?
1: Yeah, but I thought that Mega was in between Super and Ultra. But but that Sega did Mega. Oh, all Sega's
0: stuff was Mega Drive,
1: so it's like we okay. got we gotta, gotta one up them,
0: so we'll go Ultra.
1: Yes. Well, there you go. Super
0: ultra mega.
1: Now I'm meant to, peta zeta. Now I'm
0: ultimately anyways. Ultimately, this tile <laughs> is a tile <laughs> that is not terribly interesting on its own. No. Um, but that's fine. It's a uh, it's cool that there's just, you know, it's another stop on this winding trail.
1: I like this one. If we trail. imagine that uh a point I'll get into in a later episode is the idea of these phone booths actually being used by denizens of the island to talk to one another. And if we look at it that way, then this phone booth would be the one that Prince Richard has to walk out to if he wants to call Animal Village or something.
0: Well that's yeah. Um with where he lives now. But at the time Oh no.
1: Like, I disagree. I know what you're about to say, and I just Oh, that
0: one would be further, huh?
1: Yeah, you'd have to go all the way around. He like that's on the other He's side got of his servants moat. For that, he though. doesn't have access to the monkey who would build the bridge to get to that other Oh, well, unless he took the cave. Well, we're talking was... about a lot of stuff without saying what we're talking that's about. That's okay. Or I, I am. Think,
0: I think that in the next few episodes maybe we'll bring up some of that stuff. So maybe we'll yes. really elucidate that for the, the listeners.
1: What fun foreshadowing
0: yeah this is the foreshadowing episode we got to get in all our dream sequences now
1: it's also the ultra 64 episode
0: the next episode i don't actually have up right now it's h11 h11 see we're already moving yeah. let's get this gun let's get this going here we go <laughs> okay next episode tomorrow